Man, I'm positive. I grew up in a rough neighborhood with a lot of crime. But I'm realistic to know. I mean, I'm realistic enough to know that there are way, way worse um, neighborhoods in the United States. Yeah, I knew that as a child. And I didn't, I didn't have to, uh, travel around or either watch documentaries or read the paper to, to see that. I knew it. Um, but now that I'm older and I've been around and I've, um, watched the news and I've, Talk to people and met people and seen documentaries and YouTube and all this kind of stuff. Now I am positive there are way worse neighborhoods than where I grew up at. Where I grew up at, it was heavy drugs, heavy crime, uh, heavy drug users, drug dealers. Uh, it was everything that you would imagine would be in a rough neighborhood. But, um, I was never involved in anything, and thank God I survived, because I'm still here talking about it. But, looking at other neighborhoods around the United States, I'm looking at anywhere like, damn, I, I mean, I could have survived because God was with me, but it wouldn't have been the same scenario. Like, damn, man. And not only did I live in a rough neighborhood, I went to the roughest high school in the city. And looking at my high school and then seeing about other high schools, I'm like, Whoa, that is crazy. I thought we was bad. But these people are insane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like one of those things where people always tell tough guys and bullies and people that think they can fight and beat people up. It's somebody out there tougher than you. It's always somebody out there bigger, badder, and tougher than your ass. So don't think you can beat everybody. It's that type of thing. So, for all the people that think they live in, like, the most gangster or roughest or horrible place in this um, United States, it's a place worse than that. That shouldn't make you happy or sad. That should just make you think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That should just make you think like, wow. You know what I'm saying? If my neighborhood is this rough. It's somewhere rougher than this shit. 
They must be at war. But, um... Yeah, I... I always knew that, though. I always knew that. I remember in the summertime... <laughs> when, uh... You, no lies, man. You, sit, you, you be sitting on the porch. And all of a sudden... Uh, mark car, just pull up, you hear the tires squeal, and then a whole bunch of white dudes with tight jeans jump out the car and start chasing drug dealers down the street. Like, damn, what the hell is going on? No, man, I done seen that a few times as a child, like, looking around like, wow, this is amazing. Narcotics agents. Yeah, the dudes standing outside just freely selling drugs like it's legal or something, so they jump out on their ass. They jump out, boys. <laughs> just chasing down the street. I remember one time, I'm sitting there, as usual, a car pull up, and... White dude jump out of some tight jeans and he catch one of them right beside us. You know what I'm saying? Like we sitting on the porch and they at the steps. But the dude, he tried to swallow whatever he had. Man, they had that dude there for about 15 minutes. And I promise you, they said spit it out. About a thousand times. They had him around the throat. And they just said, spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. And they just kept saying that, man, we... <laughs> we was kids, though, man. We was kids. Later on, we thought that was so funny. <laughs> For some reason. The, not the... Not the drug dealer part or the dude getting, uh arrested and none of that stuff to spit it out part we were screaming that at each other all day spit it out spit it out <laughs> yeah cause we sat there and heard it for like 20 minutes straight and it wasn't just one person saying it it was like it was like two people holding them and three people standing around them and all of them screaming the same thing Spit it out. And one say, spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. And all of them say it together. Like, well, damn. I don't know. I don't. Man, and I can't remember if he spit it out or not. But, anyways, I seen some wild stuff in the neighborhood. But, I know there are much wilder things that um, go on. I remember one time, it was so funny. Uh, for some reason, one of our electrical sockets had caught on fire in the bathroom or whatever. And we, we called the fire department and 
don't know what was over the fire department that day, but they rolled up strong, axes out and everything, <clears throat> thinking it was, I don't know what they thought was going on, but, uh, maybe they, maybe they always bring the axe, I only called the fire department one time, and, um, so they get there, but instead of coming on our porch and coming in our house, it was so funny. The people across the street, they sold drugs heavy. I mean, he was like the biggest drug dealer in the city or whatever, all of them. And, um... They were standing outside being nosy or whatever, like, what happened? What's going on? I wonder where they going at. I wonder where they going at. So, instead of coming on our porch, all the firemen ran on their porch because they had the wrong address. That shit was so funny. Because just the whole setup, man. They outside selling drugs. Not only just selling drugs, but they outside being nosy, thinking they go be nosy about who house caught on fire or whatever, and they just standing there, and then all of a sudden, the fire trucks pull up on their ass, firemen jump out and start running up on their porch, like it's an emergency or some shit. They ain't know what was going on. <laughs> They ain't know whether to hide the drugs, run, fight the, uh, fire department, uh, what? Ain't the hell? Yeah. I remember another time, um, I'm sitting outside. Many thousands of stories. I'm just thinking of ones right off. I'm sitting outside, and, um, the guy across the street, like I told you, he was a heavy drug dealer. Um, his, uh, probation officer come over there to talk to him, and I don't know if the probation officer was slow, uh, he was, it was his first day on the job, uh, he was crazy or what was wrong with him, but I'm watching the whole thing go down. He pull up, I guess it was just like a drop-by visit. He was just coming to see what he was doing. Because he didn't really even get out of the car or nothing at first. He just pulled up, and the dude came to the car, and they was talking. I live right across the street. So I heard him say, man, all right, man, come around here and holler at me for a second. I'm thinking. Do you know how grimy this dude is? He telling you to come around the house and holler at him for a second? What kind of shit could y'all be doing around the house that could be that could make any sense for a probation officer to go behind a house with a convicted felon for a couple of minutes? What we gonna do back there? That should have been the first thing his ass was thinking. Man. He got out of his car. Because like I said, it was just supposed to be a drive-by visit. He was just going to drive up, say what's up to him, and keep on going. But either way, he get out of his car. He go 
around the back. All I hear is a whole bunch of <laughs> and a whole bunch of screaming and, and just a whole bunch of like just stuff getting slammed around. Man, he beat the shit out of that dad on probation officer behind the house. Probation officer. Next thing you know, I dig the fire department and the uh, ambulance and all types of people flying up and down the street coming over to, to say the probation officer. <laughs> yeah, he got his ass whipped, son. For real, he must have had a panic button or something, because they came pretty fast. And he was already beat up by then. Nah. Man, of course, man, he did some heavy time for that one. I still don't even... I mean, it ain't none of my business. I ain't even know the guy. But I wonder, like, what made you take him back there and beat him up like that? Like, what did he say to you or do to you? That's crazy. Maybe he's about to send him back to um, prison anyway, so... He was just getting it in before, um... Before he got sent back. But I'm pretty sure he got some years on top of years for that one. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah... But it's been, it's been thousands of, uh, ghetto stories that I can tell, but I know, I know, compared to some neighborhoods that I know of and seen and heard about and read about and seen videos about, the whole neighborhood where I lived at would be uh, Beverly Hills compared to these places. No lies. They, for every person that say all hoods are the same, they must ain't live long enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They haven't survived. Because that's a damn lie. All hoods are definitely not the same. Most definitely. All of them have their own unique characteristics to each one of them. None of them are the same. Like a hand, you know what I'm saying? Like a fingerprint. Uh, your dental records or some shit. Hell no. They are not the same. Don't let nobody tell you that stupid shit. All hoods are not the same. Don't think that you go be um, cool in a hood in this state. And then you go move to a whole nother state. And just because you was real cool in this one, it's going to be the same in that one. Where nobody don't know you, man. Shit don't worry like that. I don't think people, I don't think people really think that. I just think some stupid people just say that because 
It sounds cool. Yeah, man, we all the same. All hoods, you know what I'm saying? All hoods got the same kind of stuff going on. All hoods do not got the same style. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No. Man, please. I know some places I wouldn't dare go. Hell no. Cause it's not where I'm from and I'm scared, that's why. People over there, I ain't scared to go nowhere I am. It's a few places I'm scared to go. Man, craziness. Plus, the majority of the places, like people that say they ain't scared to go some of these places, the majority of these places, they just go to prove they're not scared. They're not going there for, like, a reason, because there's nothing there. And, like, they going at a bowl, or play video games or some shit, or go shopping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just going there to, like, prove a point or something. Or to be adventurous. Not me. Not me. If I want to be adventurous, uh, um, man, I'd rather go mountain climbing or some shit than to go through a um, rough neighborhood that I don't know nobody or don't know nothing about. Yeah, not me. The roughest part of the city here now, I couldn't even tell you. I know the good parts of the city, but I don't really... The roughest parts of the city are are the same. They never changed, which is strange. All this time, you figure, like, well, I ain't gonna lie, where I grew up at, it's been very, very, um, do they call it gentrified? Yeah, it's a lot different now. A whole lot different. It's still, it's like, um, half and half. Like, where I grew up at is still the same. But, two blocks away, well, maybe not even two blocks away, just a block away, it's some, like, um, what's the word, I don't know, some, um, some high-priced, expensive condominiums with a valet and it's gated. You gotta have security cards and all this type of shit. I'm thinking like, what? That used to be where I'm talking about with the expensive condominiums. That used to be this club called like 227 or 231 or whatever. Where people used to get killed at every night. 
apartment in the sky, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, they done moved on up, these damn things cost like, probably like $5,000 a month or more, they in the living large, people that have a lot of money lived in there, back then, crackheads used to stand outside, beg for crack in front of the club at night and people used to get shot and stabbed and uh, jumped by like six people you know what I'm saying it's different now now you go past I remember the other night uh not the other night I ain't even gonna lie I went the other night a while ago I um was it going through there because the, actually the police station is on is uh, over there now too there's a police station over there like wow things have changed I went over there to um, drop somebody off or something and or either pick somebody up and I'm riding through I haven't been over there in years I'm riding through and uh, I see some white people out there playing soccer. I said, I know I ain't seeing this. Is this white people outside at 10 o'clock at night playing soccer? Man. Boy, that is so amazing. Back then, man. And this is just how it was. On that side of town, it wasn't nobody but African-American people over there, period. It wasn't no white people. You had to go blocks and blocks and blocks to go see some white people. You know what I'm saying? I remember I used to tell people as a child, like, seven, eight, so, you know, five, six, seven, eight, when, um, the summertime came, we didn't really have the money like that, so we weren't traveling, we were just going back and forth to family house, playing outside, we had a good time, but we stayed in the neighborhood almost the whole summer, we ain't going nowhere, unless it was to the grocery store or to the mall with our parents to go shopping and stuff so I could go I used to tell them man I could go a whole summer and I see one person other than African American people period yeah I can go a whole summer and I see one white person Unless they got lost, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They came down the wrong street, and that rarely happened either. They knew which street not to go down, and it was ours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can go whole summer without saying why people like man. Then get back to school, and my classes, you know, it was white, black, every other race, and uh, too. 
but not in the neighborhood, though. Not in the neighborhood. Now things are different with that aspect, too. It's, man, it's probably more white people that live where I used to live at than black people now. It's like maybe, say, and this is just small, but say my neighborhood was 10 blocks, right? They've, they've started building these expensive condominiums and yoga classes and all this stuff. They built that all the way up to about where it's only maybe three blocks of the hood left. There's still drug dealers over there in them little three. They holding them three blocks down like uh, soldiers, you know what I'm saying? They trying to keep them little three blocks. But eventually, them three blocks could be gone. And that's what it is. And that's for real. That's how it is, man. You go through there and you see all these nice places. And you're like, damn, this is... This is beautiful. This is beautiful. You go one block down, you right back in the hood. But it's only for about three blocks. And then what's so crazy about it is, like, it's expensive stuff and high-rise condominiums. And then it's like three blocks of hood left. And then right on the other side of that, is this big ass brand new police station that I had for a while. Which is crazy. Yeah. But eventually, man, they gonna get rid of that, though. They gonna get rid of, um, those little three blocks. <laughs> and it's gonna be all justified. It's still some size of town, though. You know, like, it's still some size of town in my city where it's real hood, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they still got it locked down. But where I grew up at, it's almost gone. Yeah, it's almost gone, man. Which is not the worst thing in the world, you know what I'm saying? It's not the worst thing in the world. But they should include everybody. I don't care what color you is. You should be included in um, the betterment of the community. They shouldn't be kicking people out. They should be helping people out. But... They kicking people out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It used to be like three projects over there. Now it's like one and a half. So I go, I guess, man. But like I said before, man, I know that there are worse hoods than where I grew up at. Way worse. Thank God, man. Thank God I survived mine. 
don't want to be trying to survive nobody else's. That's why I don't plan on visiting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love people, man. I love all types of people. But I'm not going to go anywhere uh, purposely to try to risk my life. That's just silly. Yeah. You can come see me, though. I guess, maybe. Depending on who you is. I do it for the hood.